so that you could actually peek your head and look in you the bathroom. You peek your head? Whose tiny head is slipping Mine. through that crack? You do have a <laughs> tiny head, I suppose. That's true. Hey everyone, welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. My name is Joe, and I'm joined, as always, of course, by... Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. You can check out our bonus content on patreon.com slash agradepodcast. There should be a link in the description. Again, great place for bonus content, behind-the-scenes pictures, photos, full reviews of all these places we go to. So check that on out for all of that extra good stuff. But anyways, welcome back. We are in Philly again, or I guess still, because we're maybe going to slice in a few other episodes along the way. But yeah, this is our first non-delirious Philly review grading episode, I believe, because we did Monks uh, last time, and that was quite the delirious adventure. But I think it was worthwhile. That was a good start. But I'm very excited now that we are diving into the coffee roasters and craft breweries of Philly. And we, of course, started today with Elixir Coffee in Central Philly. I think it's the one by Rittenhouse Square. Does that sound about right? Yes, that is correct. Yeah, so I guess let's take it away. I mean, thank you for returning. If you're a returning listener, if you're a new listener, buckle up because I think we're going to have some interesting things to say this time around. (laughs) We don't talk about our (laughs) reviews before we do them on the air, but I can sort of get a sense when you're vibing with a place or where you maybe have a bit of maybe some, I don't know, critiques, dare I say. And I felt like this one was interesting for sure. So I guess, do you want to start with, uh, well, first of all, just remind everybody of the grading rubric categories that we use? Yes, absolutely. So we're going to start off with atmosphere and ambiance. From there, we'll go into service. We will then go into coffee. And finally, we will go into food. At the end of that, each of us will take our totals for all four of those grading rubric categories, and we'll come up with the total grade that we each think for the podcast. And then we will fight it out sometimes or agree, we'll see, on what the overall podcast grade will be that will actually go on our Patreon score sheet and our overall report cards for the podcast. Yeah. And I guess let's just take it away diving in because this was a place that like many, I think I'm noticing this with places within big cities. They often, because they I guess, have the traffic and they end up being successful because they're in city centers or just more densely populated areas, they wind up having multiple locations. And I mean, there are coffee roasters in in other places. One of our favorites, Southdown, where we live back in New York, has several locations spread out of, I don't know, over maybe a 50-mile radius or something crazy like that. And anyways... I noticed this with city ones that there's often multiple locations. So it's almost hard to pin down which one we should go to because I like to try to find the coffee roaster where they're doing the actual roasting or that it's the original location. Something that really adds to the character and I guess quality aspect of what we traditionally typically look for when we find just one coffee roaster where all of that is actually happening. So it can be hard to tell from these companies' websites and just pictures on Google But this one looked pretty cool to me on Google. I thought it had good reviews. I always look for the fancy pour-over pictures of... It's a fancy brew method, if you don't know. And it's my favorite type of brew method. And I saw pictures of that. I saw some interesting latte pictures and just decor. So we said, yeah, let's check this out for our first Philly roaster. And so we went. So do you want to talk a little bit about that experience getting into our first grading rubric category of atmosphere and ambiance? Sure. So I think what you said for 
the word decor is spot on for this coffee roaster. I thought that visually it looked really beautiful. Uh, First of all, when you actually walk in, you walk into a historic sliding door that was made of, I think, metal. Well, that was the bathroom door. Right. And it's the first thing you see when you walk in. Yeah, the front door was just a front door. Yes, a regular front door. The metal door was historic. I think it said it had a weird logo on it that said something like something, something freight. It was almost like a warehouse door. Yeah, it looked like it was taken from maybe one of the historic buildings here in Philly and put in their coffee shop. Yeah, that was cool. So after you go into the coffee shop, that is the first thing you see, which is funny because the first thing you're seeing is a bathroom, but it's also a bathroom with a really cool historic door. And folks, if you've listened to the podcast before, (laughs) you know that I'm always on the lookout for an A-grade bathroom. So that to me was initially a really good first impression. I was already very engaged right from the start because of that. Yes. And then some other touches with the decor, they had left the concrete walls up around that were probably the original from the building and did not replace them with anything except for some walls, different accents walls had flower wallpaper on it that was, I felt, strategically ripped in some places that it looked a little bit antique and trendy. I do think that was intentional. There were also intentionally put up lights in different places, and by lights, I mean Christmas lights, that drew your eye's attention to the bar where you order your coffee, to the beans that they sell in the bags of beans and their merch. So I thought that was a really interesting touch. They had some plants growing in coffee beakers, which I always love, and I don't want to get too much into service, but I was I love plants, those of you that know me, and I love gardens and all of that kind of stuff. So I did want to ask somebody what it was that they were growing because it looked very unique and there really wasn't anybody for me to ask. I didn't really feel comfortable asking anybody. So I just looked at it and took it in and thought it was a pretty aspect. As far as seating, there were not that many seats or tables in this coffee roaster. Yeah, it felt for a place of that size as if there were, I don't know, maybe how many two-person seats were there? Maybe half Four. a dozen? Oh, not even Four. that many. I, I yeah. actually thought it was funny because I did count because of the fact that there weren't so many seats. I almost felt a little weird sitting in there and enjoying my coffee because so many people were picking up and ordering and leaving and ordering I and leaving. I felt the same exact so way. Yeah. I almost felt awkward sitting at the table. I didn't feel mm-hmm. like it was a table that I should sit at. I yeah, felt well, more the pickup, like... <laughs> the pickup yeah. takeout counter was right next to us, which was kind of weird because people were coming over and dropping stuff off and then taking it away. I understand it's a it's a busy city. It's on this kind of really cool like back alley. Off a of main street, but yeah. a back alley. So it feels very cozy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. But yeah, you were right. And there was that one sort of big ring of seating yes. around this giant art piece. I don't even know how to describe that giant art the, display exhibit thing. Yes. But that was really cool too. But yeah, it, it, and, and maybe there were a couple seats along the wall up front by the big windows in front and the entrance. So yeah, aesthetically, I thought it was really impressive. But in terms of the atmosphere and ambiance and how it relates to me kind of wanting to go there and hang out... There wasn't a whole lot there. Do you feel the same way? That is spot on to what I was thinking. When you walk in, there are some really high expectations because it looks so beautiful and comfortable. The music is good. The vibe is good. The wallpaper is pretty. The concrete walls. All of this is really cool atmosphere. 
but it didn't feel like a place that I would have been comfortable sitting and working, let's say, right. for a little while. There were people there that were talking and sitting at the tables. And there was one person that was working. But again, there was something in the air that it felt more like a takeout spot to me. Yeah, I feel feel the same Than way. a sit down and eat spot. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's really what stood out to me. I, I think we can go right on to Bathroom Corner. Yes. This week because... Cue the flushing. Yeah. <laughs> well, as we noted, the bathroom was quite distinct from the first observation and i personally love the door you kind of came back from the bathroom because i think you went first to check it out and you said the door doesn't really close i'm outraged no it was great you're crazy the door doesn't close it does close those of you out There's there a do hook. you want yes but it leaves a slit of openness so what people are peeking in at you i don't know uh, I maybe don't... That's a good point, actually. I don't know. I just did not feel comfortable. But describe it more that we could talk more about that. <laughs> yeah. So basically, the, that cool, awesome freight door on the wheels or whatever. Yeah, it didn't have a... See, I would have liked it for it to have one of those... Uh, you ever um, sometimes in a, 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 fr- a giant opening fridge or something, they have those big levers? Or even like a that. latch. Like the yeah. one... We have that bathroom door here at our hotel and you can close it and yeah. latch it yeah this was just a hook on a thing and it kind of connected to this loop and yeah but you it could, wasn't perfect it was it taut. connected to the loop yeah it when it connected to the loop there was a slit so that you could actually peek your head and look in you the bathroom peek your head whose tiny head is slipping Mine. through that crack you do have a tiny <laughs> head i suppose that's true i That's was really point. uncomfortable i got a little stage fright when i was trying to pee <laughs> yeah I, I could i could see that to the point where i actually made you stand outside of the door so i could just shut it all the way and leave it unlocked that's true that is what happened before i did we do left. that yes but in any event i think that the bathroom overall was a pretty decent bathroom it was kind of cool was that the one with kind of carvings in the mirror and like drawings on the walls and stuff yeah it was almost the word the word that came to mind when i was there was grunge yeah that was sort of yeah i don't know i don't know anything about grunge really but that was just the word that popped into my demented head so that's how i'm going to choose to describe it and i don't mean that as a good thing or a bad thing i thought again it definitely had character in that respect and yeah because i remember they had that door in the corner I think there were like people had carved stuff in the mirror. There was a nice, cool full length mirror, which I always appreciate. Yeah. And they had paper towels, which, you know, for me is a big perk. Yeah. I need paper towels. And it was yeah. clean. It was clean overall. So nothing that really blew me away other than the door, which, again, I actually really liked. But I can see your sort of gripe with that situation because, yeah, obviously you probably value privacy over uh, that cool aesthetic, <laughs> which and- I. i'm willing to overlook but i understand fully that maybe not so much for everyone i will say for our patreon subscribers i do take pictures of the bathroom and i have a beautiful shot from inside the bathroom can i see this yes from inside the bathroom of how big that slit is when you see this lock the door it's in my mind outrageous i'm outraged it's a little it's a little big yeah it's a little much that's where the door is to get into into the coffee roaster. I don't think you can see somebody on the toilet, though, from here, from this angle. No, but... Also, what are all these, like, bumper stickers that say butter and salmon? Have you been noticing these yes, around Yes, they're Philly? all over Philly. What is that? Does anybody know? 
Any uh, listeners. We're putting out an alert in Philly for anybody who knows what butter and salmon is about, because I love butter and salmon. And there are stickers salmon's, everywhere. Salmon's like my favorite food, so I want to know. I mean, obviously, butter and salmon makes sense. Doesn't but... it seem like everything in Philly is just a little bit exclusive and out of grasp? It's such a city that has so much to offer, but you feel like it's just around the bend. Well, I think I, I, I think it's a just nice... a city I haven't been to. Yeah. I haven't quite figured it out, but I, I feel good about it. I, I've actually really enjoyed it so far for all of those reasons uh even with their strange door situations at times but yeah. i am actually very curious for listeners reach out to us about this situation with that little slipping in the door again for as little as three dollars a month you can see the pictures of the bathrooms i do go in the bathroom with my phone and take pictures for you guys to see since so we have the bathroom corner let us know what you think is it outrageous like i'm outraged or is it just fine. Not a big deal. Like Joe feels. I think it's like Schrodinger's bathroom. It's both outrageous and not outrageous. Yes. It depends on your perspective. <laughs> Anyways, um, do you have an overall atmosphere and ambiance grade? Yes. What, what are you thinking? I think because of all these considerations, how beautiful it looked, but also the fact that I didn't feel completely comfortable. We'll talk a little bit about service going in. Mm. Dun, dun, the music dun, 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 was good. Dun, dun, I do roll. have an overall grade. All right. What do you got? I'm going to go with an overall B minus. Wow. That... It's still above average, but there okay. were a couple of things I did not like. Okay. To your point there, that is exactly the score that I was thinking. What? B minus. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Because I thought that a lot of these aesthetics were definitely above average. Yeah. But you're sort of right. When I think of my ideal coffee roaster setting and a lot of the places we've been to that we've given in that A range where... We want to go back and chill for a while. I didn't quite feel that. I mean, if I'm being honest, this sort of felt like, I don't know if it's their original location or not, but it felt like a lot of coffee roasters we've been to where they open up two, three, four, five locations. And this is another one of those locations. And it's because it's popular because they clearly do a lot really well, but it wasn't that sort of optimized vibe that I look for when, again, we feel as if we want to go back and stay there and steady and work with our notebooks and, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, still really cool in those aspects that I think stood out to us. But And that's why I say I think anything above a C is always a really good grade. So I think that's pretty accurate from our experience at this location, at least. Yeah, I'm glad that we both landed on that same number because at first in my head, I thought maybe I was being a little harsh. But then I think back to those A-grade atmospheres like Mongo's and Southdown. And the further I go, the more impressed I am by Southdown Coffee in Long Island because they also have multiple locations and have not lost that feel, that original passion that you get, that connection with the business. It's something we talk about a lot on the podcast. And Southdown's one of the only places that I feel has done this successfully. Well, at least of the ones that we've gone we've to, been to so far that have multiple locations. Right. For the record, however, I should remind you that letters are not numbers because you just said that you're glad that you gave it the number that we did and it's a letter grade so listen i'm a middle school teacher so i'm used to grading in numbers wait really this has oh been that's quite true yeah oh i didn't realize that yeah. now that you mention it because yeah in high school yeah. i remember getting numbers and saying can i just get a c and no, be done we with graded it numbers that's right and it's actually i like grading in numbers because oh i hate it you have to justify your grade as opposed to eh, i feel like it's a b 
Right. I feel I like mean, it's I could still do that. I'm like, yeah, this writing is about an 85. Well, you I, do I, kind of the same thing. I literally, <laughs> I literally went over a rubric with my class uh, yesterday, and I basically said, look, here are the criteria I look for. But at the end of the day, I ask, do I think this is satisfactory? Do I think it's above average? Do I think it's outstanding? And I can identify subsequent factors that sort of guide that assessment. But ultimately, it is my the manifestation of my overall assessment. Right. Anyways. So I apologize because I forgot that you deal yes. you deal numbers. I thought you were cracking for a minute. Like no. I was cracking last night when we recorded our Monks episode. Speaking of cracking, I do need to say that I'm going to crack open a seltzer. It may sound like a beer, but it is not. I am going to enjoy she, the rest of this podcast lying. with the seltzer. No. <laughs> I'll take photos to prove it. So service. That's our new service sound sound effect. <laughs> Pop open the seltzer. So I guess I'll start with service. You started with atmosphere and ambiance, right? This is a tricky one. I'm I'm leaving this yeah, up to I, you. I honestly most of the time hate doing the service category because you never want to I like I just feel weird kind of grading uh an experience with people. That always kind of just throws me off. It's the hardest to do in many ways. However, you look you look, you look like you have something to yeah, say. Yeah. However, it is the most important category. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Arguably, because yeah. all of our A grades have got A in service. That is the trend. Through okay, an well, grade. this that's not going to be the case for me this episode. No. Honestly, I again, I don't want to say too much uh, other than how I felt about the experience. I'm going to say that it was a very satisfactory average experience. Again, when I go into a coffee roaster and I go in looking for that engagement with the roasters or with the baristas, we've been to all sorts of coffee roasters where, yes, maybe we do get lucky and meet one of the roasters or one of the head roasters, or we don't get lucky and meet one of them, but we meet a barista who is really in, into and invested in what they're doing and how they're doing it and talking about the process and showing us their process and just, again, going into further and further depth and really wanting to spend time explaining and sharing that passion. I didn't get any of that here whatsoever, which again, I, that's something I look for personally. It might not be something that is what is supposed to be going on in any one individual place in terms of what they're trying to do. But that's why I'm trying to be clear with what I'm looking for in my sort of grading assessment along those lines, like I say with my rubric. So it was just kind of honestly a very robotic experience is what came to mind where I think you asked at one point, oh, do you have maple syrup? No. And then just silence for a while. And then, okay, what about this? It was sort of like that with every question that we had. Right. And I didn't really feel comfortable asking any more questions for that reason. No. So I kind of just got my, ordered my drink. They did have a little section with the pour over equipment, but it was where left to, to the left of where you went up and ordered. And then you kind of shifted over to the side. So it didn't make sense to stand and wait and talk to them really. And I didn't feel comfortable doing that anyways. So that was, again, one of the things that I really like about going to a coffee roaster is having that one-to-one face-to-face experience with them. But there was really none of that. And I, I mean, I don't have anything else to say really other than that, I think, because there wasn't really much else to say. I mean, they were definitely working hard behind there. But again, I didn't see that passion, honestly, at all. I mean, when I asked for the pour over, basically, whoever took my order said, oh, can you do this pour over to somebody else? Like there was... I, maybe they were passionate about it. I, again, I don't know. None of this was made clear or explicit to me as part of the experience. So that's basically everything I have to say. It wasn't a bad experience. Um, like they, it just was what it was, which wasn't 
anything more than what I usually hope for and expect. Yeah. And I think that it might have been for me a little bit even lower than satisfactory because I did feel like a burden. And there's nothing that I hate more (laughs) when I'm going to a coffee roaster, brewery, bar, restaurant, anywhere. And I feel like if I ask a question, I am a burden. Yeah, That's I got that vibe That's a terrible feeling where yeah. it almost, the word that if I'm being 100% honest here, that comes to my mind, it almost felt a little bit rude. Maybe. With the, no, about the maple syrup or something like that. And it just made me uncomfortable. I was really excited to ask about the flower, the plants that they had growing and I, I didn't want to. Yeah, yeah. I'll immediately sort of shut down. And that's why this is an interesting category because who knows if they were busy this day. Yeah, but it, it wasn't it, it wasn't busy when we got there. It, it was wasn't. pouring rain. We were Yeah, that's true. We were the only person online. Yeah, that's true. It wasn't like there was a line behind us or anything like that. Also, we've been to places where there are it is a line and it's still much more engaging, like right. ten times more engaging. Right. So whatever. Exactly. So that's just the honest experience that we had. Again, going back to what I said before, I think it lends itself better to take out. You know what you want. You go up there, you order it, you get it, you leave. Yep. I agree. I agree with that 100%. But I do think it's below satisfactory for me. Yeah. I, 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 again, I'm sort of in that middle ground where I always try to focus on the positives, but at the same time, I have to be honest with how everything factors together. And starting out when i say like okay how does everything kind of hit me i'm in that c range but i think i sort of agree where it was it was just so not offering more it was almost disappointing for that reason in in a way so i think i know my overall letter grade i know mine as well yeah i think i'm gonna go c minus for that reason because in some ways my expectations were all the higher because i think again the aesthetics and the sort of setup seemed like there was that opportunity or there should have been that opportunity. And honestly, I would imagine maybe some of their other locations, you do get that or on different days, maybe you go, you you get that. But it just wasn't the case today, which often, again, when you have multiple locations, lots of different baristas working, that can certainly be the case. But we, like we say, ultimately, we can only speculate so much. We have to base our assessments on what we actually experienced. And I think that's what we did experience. So... Uh, what did you give for service? I'm going to go a little bit lower than that. Ooh. I'm going to go D plus. Oh, Jackie is yeah. she's scathing for today. For all the reasons that I said before. Okay, I, I think that does fair. impact the overall atmosphere and ambiance as well. And the fact that I didn't want to sit there for long and that I do yeah. think it would be a takeout experience. Yeah, I think yes. that's... that's So that, D plus for me. That's perfectly reasonable. Yeah. Uh, which leads us to the coffee. Coffee. And... I think, oh, wait, did I start? So you should start about the coffee. Okay, okay you go. So I actually really liked my latte. I think it was maybe my best part of the experience was my latte. They had a very unique latte. I was able to get a peppercorn. Yes, I said peppercorn. <laughs> she said peppercorn. A peppercorn butterscotch latte where they made their own butterscotch syrup And then they sprinkled a little bit of peppercorn on top. And it was so unique. And it was really good. I did like my latte a lot. I didn't taste too much of the butterscotch flavor, which doesn't bother me too much because I know it's homemade and I know there's little touches of it in there. And the peppercorn, I thought, was 
a little bit strong for my liking, but I understood why it was there and what it what it was doing for the drink, right? What it was bringing to the drink. So that was my experience with the latte. Did you like the latte? So I'm going to be honest. I thought the latte was one of the, uh, I would say, most unique lattes we've had right. since we started doing the podcast. I agree. And I also thought it was one of the better ones, honestly. It was really good. I thought it was really, really good. I thought the unique character of it with the peppercorn, I really liked. I really enjoyed it. And I'm not a huge latte guy. And I appreciated that the butterscotch wasn't overpowering yes, at all. Yes, it was very well balanced. Yeah, it was definitely like we say. really well balanced. It was my favorite part about the experience. I think the coffee there, and it's so funny how some places we go to and we're like, yeah, the coffee was trash, but the atmosphere and ambiance was great yeah. or the, or whatever. But yeah, I sort of agree. I think the coffee was uh, leagues beyond the best part of the experience here. And similarly with my pour over, I thought it was a really, really good pour over, what honestly. What type of pour over did you get? Again? Oh, so I got the Ethiopian pour over. Again, it, it would have been nice to explore maybe, I think they had three different pour overs to explore some of the other ones. But like we said, there wasn't that service engagement. And I usually don't wind up going for another one if I don't have that sort of one-on-one, unless it's a really outstanding pour over. And I say, okay, I got to try another one. I thought it was on the pour over scale. I thought it was a really good pour over. It was probably like a B plus A minus pour over. It wasn't the greatest pour over I've ever had, especially for an Ethiopian coffee. I think I've had better ones at Trax coffee roasters that we've been to. Yeah. I've had better ones at Agreed. Um, South Mongos. Down. Uh, Mongo's. Yeah, Mongo's stands out to me. Even Bean and Bean. But it was, oh, yeah, Bean and Bean. Was but it was really definitely good. up there in terms of pour overs. It was a really, really good pour over. So. Yeah, I stand by that statement that I think overall the coffee was definitely the the top mark for me here. The highlight. As far as your pour over, what I thought was really interesting about it was that it didn't have as much of the flavor punch that you sometimes get with the Ethiopians. Which is what I like right? with the them. The fruity yeah. or my favorite pour overs are when you can taste the individual elements that the beans have to offer, the different floral flavors mm. or sweetness but this coffee was very smooth mm -hmm. it was not super bitter no it was really good it was yeah. really smooth and it's again one of the coffees that i feel like a non-coffee drinker i would bring them here and say try this pour over if you don't like coffee this is a great start yeah definitely. because it's so smooth yeah so that's definitely the coffee was my favorite part of the experience they only had two options for pour overs i thought it was three Oh, I might two? be confusing it with the other place. Yeah, with the other place. Yeah, yeah. this one had three. So yeah, yeah right. if I tried the other ones, I think it would have been interesting. But again, sometimes I'm willing to give benefit of the doubt because if I try a couple, I sort of have confidence in whatever else they're doing. But I didn't really get to that point. So I think in terms of overall... I have one more thing to say. Okay. I'm sorry. I know we're ready to move on. But no, no, no. I do have one more Call, thing to uh, say. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> we got to take our time with the coffee category. So, so what I do looked, you got? <laughs> looked at the bags of beans and it was interesting because some of them you could tell where it was sourced and oh. some of them you could not so yeah, for example sense. one it told you specifically the farm that it was brewed on That's and cool. i love that well not, not where it was brewed where it was I, i'm sorry farmed. where it was grown where it was grown where yeah. the coffee bean was grown the other one was called a tree house and it was a blend and it didn't really say where it was from, but it just described the notes. So I thought that was interesting. I was I always am more curious on all the beans for to know where it's sourced. And the bag of beans had a little nugget kind of, or what do you call it? Um, when you're watching a, a TV show and they give you little hints about Fortune things. Fortune cookie? 
No, when you're watching a TV show and they put in little things for people that... Easter eggs? Easter eggs. Oh, okay. Yeah. The bag of beans had a little Easter egg on it where if you flipped it over and looked at the bottom, there was a third eye that was kind of staring at you. Oh, that's And weird. I liked that a lot. That's cool. It was just really cool. So okay. just a side note. <laughs> so I'm kind of torn between two grades for coffee. What about you? I know you? mine. You do? Yeah. I think I know yours. What? Uh, do you want me to tell yeah. you what I think your your grade is? I think your grade is B plus. It is. Yes. Oh man, I'm getting too wow. good at this. Wow, this is getting really pathetic. We're only want, 30 want, episodes in. And this I'm is thinking? bad. I think you're between A minus and B plus. Oh my god, this is, <laughs> this is disgusting. This is just gross. I'm locking in my B plus. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I'm between those two, <laughs> two grades for all the reasons we said. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think. All right. If, all right. I have to come to my specific consensus of what I actually experienced with the coffee. The pour over was really, really, really good. And not every place even offers a pour over. And the latte I thought was so unique though. You know, I really appreciated that they tried something so different than the latte because look, a lot of places do maple whatever lattes or uh, honey. honey lattes and they're great. But how many places can do that and have it be... Well, I thought it was great. I thought it was one of my favorite lattes I've had in a long time. So I'm going to go A- minus for the coffee, honestly. Yeah, I, okay. I think it was... They were doing some outstanding stuff. Again, I think more pour-over options and more engagement to try other options might have shifted it even higher. Who knows? But A- minus is still a fantastic score, and it's something to really be uh, focused on with the coffee. And clearly our highest. Well, this leads to our point that yeah this might be a great place just to go and get a latte get a pour over to go on your way to work or whatever if you're just traveling through the city really good reason to go there for for that purpose i agree completely and that leads us to the final category ah the food food well i guess you have to start wait did i start coffee you start I did, food. but where you is food. the food? Because I have not ate it yet, and I'm going to eat it you, here. You couldn't find live. it live. No. Yeah. So Jackie doesn't like to eat the food while we're there because <laughs> I don't know. I, she I has normally don't like to eat food before my coffee. I like having it after I finish which all is, my coffee, which is not so unless it is a very bland scone that pairs with my coffee. So clearly, she doesn't know what she's talking <laughs> about because obviously, you have to see how the food pairs with the coffee. But. No way. <laughs> but I was able to not eat all of the donuts and save some. You did for want you to, to eat try. the whole donut. I did want to but eat the whole donut. But where is it? They're in the fridge. They're on the top shelf. No, the Druthered stuff is in the fridge. Oh, really? Oh, maybe it's in we my jacket. We lost the donut. Hold on, let me check. <laughs> uh, uh, fill the dead air, quick. Okay. So <laughs> whenever you tell me to fill the dead air, my mind goes blank. But Joe ordered a donut. They had a lot of pastries, but it didn't seem like they had any food on the menu so again this was another thing with the service where a lot of times if i go and it's a really engaging experience and you're talking to them you want to try multiple food products but i kind of asked oh which donuts do you recommend and they were just like there's this one this one and that one and they had so many cool options i wish we would have got a there, little there were some bit really more. cool looking options so i said i thought i said the other donut and they gave me this one i didn't really care i was like i just want a donut anyways yeah. so whatever but Anyways, uh, I got the donut. I think it's a glazed donut. And I'm not going to say my thoughts because I want you to try it on air and share your thoughts first. Okay. So. And I will record this as well for our Patreon okay. subscribers. Do it. Go for it. And I'll, I guess I'll narrate. Uh, she's taking a bite. She's taking a bite. She's going in. She's taking a bite. She's chewing. She's chewing. She's chewing. 
I don't, am I supposed to announce it like a horse race? How's it, she's nodding her head. That's good. She's coming close to the finish line. I, I don't know. Swallowing, chewing, swallowing, thinking, ruminating, looking at me like I'm nuts. I can't quite tell the difference. I, I please no more donut. I, I've had too much donut today. <laughs> okay. So what are you? What are you thinking? What are your? What are your thoughts on this donut? Hmm? It seems like a very well balanced donut. It's not overly sweet including the glaze mm-hmm. on top is not overwhelmingly sweet. It's really good. I really like it. Yeah, I thought it was a really good donut. I have a standard donut that I always tell you about. It's called the Holy Donut in Portland, Maine, and I think it's the best donut in the country. I've had a lot of donuts around this country, and Holy Donut is still my favorite. So I kind of have this A-grade standard donut. I think this is a really good one, though. It is really good. For all the reasons you say, it's kind of chewy but firm on the outside, it's again for what type of donut it is. It's just kind of a glazed whatever donut. I thought it was really really good. So it tastes very homemade. Yeah, I assume their other stuff is really good. I don't think they have a full kitchen menu. Right. I don't know. Maybe they do. I wasn't looking at that at that point. But yeah, they had other pastries. So I think I know my food grade for this one. Hmm. Okay. It's yeah. a. I think I know my food grade as well. Yeah, I'm gonna go B for food because I thought. The donut was definitely above average, and they had other stuff. Again, I didn't get to really try it, but it's not like they had, as far as I could tell, a lot of other things going on. But yeah, definitely, it's a great place to go get coffee and get a snack like a donut or a croissant. I think they had some other things like that. I think just getting that takeout, this is a a great place, again, to, to do that. Everybody might be mad because I was also going to go B based on how good that donut was, even having it hours later it was still really good yeah and i really enjoyed it but i wish there was a little more engagement to have tried more and there are no it seems like full kitchen options it's just pastries yeah which is fine Fine. again i mean that you only have so much space at some of these places so that's sometimes the reality but yeah overall it was it was really good which i guess leads us to the final tallies so what do we got what are we what are we working with all right here we go so for atmosphere and ambiance, Joe gave a B minus, I gave a B minus. For service, Joe gave a C minus, I gave a D plus. For co- coffee, Joe gave an A minus, I gave a B plus. For food, we both gave a B. Hmm. Hmm. So how to tally that up? Um, 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 um. Ooh, I'm between a couple of grades, mm. I think. This is a tough one because it's kind of all over the map. I think I know my grade. Maybe I can give mine and... No, we have to oh, do we'll the do three, three, two, two one. one. Okay. We have to do the three, two, one reveal. You can say a little bit about what you're mm-hmm. thinking. For me, atmosphere and ambiance is very important. Ah, uh, here she goes. And the atmosphere and ambiance and goes. service were a little bit lower than the coffee and food category. And there's definitely a split there. I know so my grade. I think it depends on how much you value which one. I know my grade. Okay. I know my overall letter grade. Me too. Yeah. You ready? Let's do it. Three, Three two, two, one. B, B minus. minus. Ah, oh, disgusting. nice. Disgusting. I think it's a testament to the rubric. I think it is. Honestly, we don't discuss this at all. We It's not that we don't discuss the grades. We don't discuss our reactions. We try to go in like uh, cupping coffee. Poker faces. T- taster, <laughs> poker face. Like, don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. Beer tasting contest people where w- we don't reveal our reactions at all. Not that we are that good, but we try. 
because again, I think it's important to share our own experiences and see how they do compare and how they do diverge. And the fact that we come to the same overall letter grade, despite having different individual letter grades, really does say yes, something definitely. too. Yeah, because I wasn't sure what you were going to say. I thought you might go anywhere from like B plus to C minus right. because you can weigh all of these elements in different ways. But yeah, I think that overall letter grade really makes sense to me when you take into consideration everything. And I think, again, what I just said is my recommendation that that location, at least, is a great place to go if you are in the area or it's on your way to work and you want some really good coffee to take wherever you're going, whether you're on vacation or you are going to work and maybe get a a pretty good pastry too. Right. I think if you're looking to work somewhere, sit for a while, read or hang out even with a friend, this might not be the place. I would take the coffee and go. Yeah. But the coffee is really good. So I would recommend it if you're in Philly and need a cup of coffee to walk around with. Yeah. So that's a B minus overall from A Grade Podcast for Elixir Coffee Roaster in Central Philly. You heard it here. You heard it here. And I would say that was a pretty good first coffee experience. Again, there's a lot to look at that we liked, a lot to look at that we found interesting. And I'm excited to talk about the next place, which I don't know when that episode's going to air, but it will air because I think we probably have a lot to say about that experience as well, right? Absolutely. And it's got me really excited for what Philly has to offer in general. And I can't wait to keep checking out these places. Yeah, absolutely. And to find out what salmon and butter is. Salmon and butter. Hey, if you know what, or is it butter and salmon? Whatever's going on there. If you know, please... Hit us up. Uh, check out our Instagram. A, just search A Grade Podcast wherever. Instagram. You can email us. Uh, you'll figure that out. If you want to email us, you'll find us. You'll find us. And you'll it's in the show us. notes. Is it? At least our Instagram oh, and our true. Patreon is. And Patreon. And Patreon.com slash A Grade Podcast. Link yes. in the description for more. You're getting really good at shamelessly plugging Patreon. Mm-hmm. I'm very it impressed. It doesn't even matter even if I'm delirious. I can still shamelessly plug. And I'm worried because we're actually going to a craft brewery after this mm-hmm. and yeah, I might do another delirious episode. I feel oh, like I am so excited. You I were like outraged fun. last week. Uh, uh, at what you and last your... week's ep- episode, you were just full fledged going for it. Sometimes you got to let the mania take hold and just <laughs> drive you forward when you're out of that. You also loved monks. You gave an A, your first ever A plus. Well, in one which category, I didn't even know was possible. Not overall. Not overall. <laughs> I still stand by that A plus. You're nuts. That A plus made so much sense. But go yeah. back and listen to that episode if you haven't, monks. Uh, cafe yes. monks cafe in philadelphia their food was a plus for bar food yes it's kind of like going to a carnival and you get served a, a five course gourmet meal you'd be like okay for carnival food this is a plus clearly right right for if it is in at a restaurant maybe it's just an a or an a minus or whatever but context counts it matters the situation makes a difference absolutely all right you heard it here you're, you're clearly done so <laughs> Uh, So thank you, everybody, for joining us this week. Uh, Yeah, subscribe, like, share, all that good stuff. We appreciate it. And we're really glad. I mean, so many people have told us how much they really just like listening. And they've actually used our recommendations before. And, of course, if you have recommendations, we've gotten a lot of good ones from people through social media. So hit us up, like we said, as well. But anyways, thanks again for joining us. Hope you all are having a great week and hope you will continue to have a great week. So... Uh, We hope to see you next time. And until then, stay safe, be well, drink well, and hope to see you then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.